And we're back with the Chicago Fantasy Football League podcast. This is your host, GM Thomas, here. And uh, uh, your new and announced co host. Sorry to cut you off, ZT. No, no. Out of the way, real quick. Me and ZT are going to be producing fire content moving forward. And honestly, I don't give a fuck how long it is. So that's a testament to a comment that was made earlier in the group chat. This bitch might be three hours. This bitch might be 45 minutes. We'll see how long it takes us. Well, it's the same. I kind of feel like one of those, uh, like, uh, what do they call the the TV ad? But wait, there's more. Have our my well formerly introduced now my my new co-host for the podcast, GMCZ, defending champion. Probably one of the top teams in the league. We're not sure about what CZ's team is, but we'll uh, we'll get into that a little <laughs> more. CZ, uh, I saw you said what you addressed a, a comment that was made earlier in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, everyone wants to be everyone wants to be a critic until it's their time to take the stage. I mean, that interview was by far the worst interview I've ever heard. We were better off not even bringing them onto the pod. I'm not going to mention any names. I'll leave it at that. All right, fair enough. I mean, I don't, we don't need to address uh, things that have happened in the past. Well, uh, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll jump right in the league, see what's going on. Little news, notes, injuries. There's um, there was a blockbuster trade that happened last week. I think it was. I mean, if we're going off, I mean, besides the Dalvin Cook trades, this one is probably the the biggest one, considering two first rounders got traded: the the Sammy and Jay uh, Odell Beckham. And James Conner for DeAndre Hopkins, Ronald Jones, and Austin Eckler trade. It's it's interesting. It really is, right? ODB, I mean, he was putting up some serious numbers over in New York here and there. But if you look at the numbers, I mean, even the own GM made a comment after last night's game. I think Baker ended up with negative points, had like two or three interceptions. And then, of course, it's kind of tough to start the passing game, you know. When fucking Nick Chubb's turning it up as well, so I think that that GM Sammy's you know now, now seeing the the consequences of <laughs> picking up ODB with a trash quarterback. I think Jay definitely won that trade. Also, one of the more of the reasons that he's not 0-5. Um, but it's it's going to be an exciting game moving forward, exciting season moving forward for Team Shirek Beans for sure. Yeah, no, it was interesting though in in the regard that honestly at this point. I see people wondering if either receiver is going to return wide receiver one value. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is the 17th scoring wide receiver right now. He has he went off week one for 31 points and since then hasn't eclipsed 16 points. And, I mean, everybody knows Odell, like we said. Just a, kind of a train wreck at this point. Uh, 34th scoring wide receiver, James Conner. 18 scoring running back. He really he blew up that one game, but really hasn't done much since. So I think both. I mean, I think I think Jay's happier with his end of the trade right now. Sammy traded for Odell. Odell dropped a four piece or a five piece, and he's trying to trade him again. Explosive week. Explosive. I mean, the best part about that is that wasn't even his worst week of the year. <laughs> so you're not wrong. I mean, he had a couple passing yards, a couple rushing yards couple fumbles but that's neither here nor there other than that there hasn't there wasn't really too much injury news i um it looks like saquon is not gonna play this week yeah for sure i did see that and there was a comment also made in the group chat earlier about how one of the gms could potentially have an open workout with the new york giants stay tuned for that see if he can make the practice squad or if he gets cut or What's going on? Do you think he'd be able um, to read the uh, 
the invite? That GM. What's up? Do you think that GM would be able to read the invite? No, no way. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. No, not a chance. No, so I mean he might get the invite for all we know, but but the odds of him actually showing up are pretty slim to none. But we're, we're, we have a better chance of Antonio Brown coming back this season, I think. Or Antonio Brown passing college, like actually in school, not online courses. I mean, those memes are just so funny on social media. Well, I, mean, I really hope he comes back because I do have him in one league. I did trade him for Sammy Watkins after week one. I don't know why that guy did that, but it looks like he ended up winning the trade. But I think Sammy Watkins is not playing, right? Uh, No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, speaking of Antonio Brown, we'll just jump into that real quick. If we're going off of uh, that GM in the league, um, I see some striking similarities in this tweet of, my English paper due by tonight, 12 a.m. <laughs> Need a proofreader. Make sure A's and B's. That same GM, I feel like I've seen something typed by him pretty similar. It's tough, right? <laughs> when I mean, we're not all English majors, but when you're putting in the time and the effort, it's not rocket science, right? Yeah, maybe another. Maybe we just need another GM to tutor him. <laughs> uh, so- we have the resources. The league has the resources. Yeah. Take advantage. All right, all right, back to business, back to business. Um, week five was a eh, – I don't know if I'll call it a crazy week. Were you, I mean, you had a pretty high-scoring week, just kind of smash stretch, but I'll take it from the top off my screen. Um, I beat Mike D. Mike D has an impressive two zeros and a 1.4. You don't see that? Yeah, that's not going to get it done. Yeah, you don't see that very often. So, I mean, that was pretty simple. Peyton loses to Zach Johnson solely because he played Atlanta D and they got a negative 10. So, you don't see that every day where it could have actually been negative 12 because Atlanta recovered a fumble. So, he actually could have lost by more. He would have won if he didn't play a defense. So, that's impressive. Um, Zach Johnson wins again. Stays afloat in the uh, the powerhouse division that is the what is it the West or is it the East? What is your guys' division? West. Yeah, the West. Um, Jay Shirek Beans picks up their first win of the year on the back of Aaron Jones dropping. I, yeah, burger. I mean, look, dude, like, man, like, there's I I did not see that coming. I mean, when I tell you that I was praying for zero five. I was on my knees begging, but Aaron Jones with a 50 piece. I did make a comment in the group chat earlier in the week when that game was going on that he used up all of his touchdowns in that game. We'll see how he does moving forward. Um, it's kind of streaky, so we'll see. I mean, he is, but at the same time, he leads the NFL in touchdowns so far this year. Four, four straight games with a touchdown. He's actually turning into a bit of a, a James White 2.0, we'll say. Seven receptions for 75 yards, too. I mean, I guess we might. You know what this? You know what this kind of reminds me of more. It's not James White. It's more like a, like a prime like twenty sixteen Le'Veon Bell, where like he'll get all the rushing attempts, but then like he gets all the check down passes, that really just kind of bump him up. Right, and with Devontae Adams out, I mean, who else are you gonna look look to? Exactly. Walter they have Stanley, Allison. They have, I, I don't know. I watched that game. They literally have nobody else to throw to. So I mean, that's why Sowell's boy Aaron Rodgers kind of just let. Um, Aaron Jones take over. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, he may have not done anything, but he's a he great game facilitator. I mean, yeah. he clapped those Chicago cheeks. I mean, he had he didn't have to do anything. He let 
he let Dak take over and <laughs> um forty million a year. They believe that. Um you and Stretch, Baker drops a pretty large negative two spot. Um that, that was yeah, impressive. Dude, I mean that's the thing. I mean look, he, he put up hundred and forty one point three points, so that's really close to almost the second most points scored. Um he, he he did good. I mean, the team performed really well. If you think about it, they beat a majority of the other teams. Oh, yeah, 100%. The issue is Baker, right? So yeah. he sent me a text earlier in the week saying it's going to come down to Baker. I'm like, you bet your sweet ass it is. Once I seen that it was just Baker left and where we were at with the score, <laughs> was a 30-point spread? Yeah, 30-point difference. I can't do yep. that. 50, 60, 70. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not really worried about it. Like, even if he has, does have a decent game, you know, I don't think he's going to drop 30 with fucking yeah. Sherman back there. That's my boy. No, he – Um, I thought it was funny that – well, the thing is, it probably would have been a lot closer if Stretch would have put in Gallup into his lineup. It's a pretty bad bench decision for him. Oh, for sure. You know, that way he would only lost by uh, 36 <laughs> instead of 30. But um, we we take a look. I mean, you drop a – I mean, you got your own 50p. No, I mean, you got almost got your own 50p out of McCaffrey, 47.7. I think you saw a stat that he has more yards than the, I think it's the Giants and the Jets on his own. <laughs> and, the, and somebody's like, well, I mean, he does have play an extra, he did play an extra game. And they're like, well, if you take away his worst game or his best game, then he still has a hundred more yards than both of those teams. I think he's averaging thirty points right now. Yes, um, and like I, I said it once, I'll say it again, and I'll continue to say it. When McCaffrey landed in me at number two overall, I was kind of happy, bro, because like I said, the, the situation in in New York. I mean, look, Saquon's a really great player. He's going to be a top of your running back, but when you don't have other options, I mean, CMC like. The, the scheme, the the way they run the ball, the way they they do their playbook and and over there and uh, for the Panthers, I, I like it. It, it makes sense. is gonna continue to drop. Probably, I would say twenty five points plus. Hopefully, well, and this is, so like I wasn't a big Saquon guy prior to the draft, kind of for that reason. I just I saw it was a stat that I think um over the last like twenty years. Uh, like 60% of top 12 running backs come from top 12 offenses. And over that same time span, like 86 or 88% of top six running backs come from top six offenses. And so you look at that, the uh, there's no way the Giants were ever going to reach like that, that limit. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And so when it all came down to him, like that's, you, I mean, you're drafting him to be the number one running back. I don't think he's ever going to return that value. Um, I'm happy that I didn't trade away No, because he dropped a nice little 32 piece. It looks like they're going to, I mean, and this is all with, you know, still having Delvin Cook and Stefan Diggs on the team. So um, I like my little white boy over there. Hopefully, he'll carry me to the promised land. We'll see what's in store for the future. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to still rely on Kirk Cousins. So I mean that's true, fucking trash. Yeah, so I mean you're still gonna probably get another two pointer out of it. Um, but other than that, I mean, got eighteen out of Devontae Freeman, 
Derrick Henry, I think, starting to level out a little bit after that massive week one. But He's still not getting benched. I don't care what anybody says. He'll be in my starting lineup every week. I will not make that mistake. Well, just trade him to me. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, well, you want Devonta Adams for him, so I don't know if we'll get that far. But, uh, um, well, we look at the percentages, it's kind of even, so... <laughs> Uh, Andy just dismantles Mr. P. I don't know what to do. Well, I mean, Mr. P got a zero out of Mike Evans. I don't know if it would have mattered, but um, Andy's team just is kind of like a, a reload and recharge and just keeps just keep doing it. Just keeps doing it. I don't, I don't know how he does it. It's almost like he just can't lose. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, looking at the team where he's at right now, I made the biggest mistake I think this year. And I I have a mistake here and there every year, whether it's drafting guys that get hurt in the first week or that are in court for beating their kids' ass. But one mistake that I made this year is not drafting Russell Wilson in any of my leagues. And I usually do, right? Hear me out. I think the Seahawks run the ball most, more than any other team aside from the Ravens. And this motherfucker is still dropping dick with 300-plus yards, multiple touchdowns, and then all while still feeding Chris Carson, Penny, all of them. Well, that's a thing. It's a really... He doesn't throw the ball a whole lot. He's just so efficient that he really doesn't ever even throw the ball more than 22, 23 times a game. Mm-hmm. And he just slings the rock. Uh, just... Little Cooper Cup is the guy, man. He's a guy over there in fucking yeah. LA. I thought it was Woods, Shit, maybe even Cucks. But I guess it gets so much attention that Cup has some of the weaker coverage or exposes some of those holes and fucking drops a decent amount of points every week. Yeah, and then Aaron. Or... Yeah, well, Aaron. Andy's about to trade his QB2 to Aaron, considering he's got Gardner Minshew putting up 17 a week. But, yeah, Andy wins that matchup. And then the last one, Saul, the breaks off of Sammy. Um, Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. um, I don't – I mean, Amari Cooper goes for 40, but John Watson goes for 40, but that 40 is really the only thing that Sammy had. Uh, Joe Mixon, not very good. James Conner. Robert Woods. I'm so glad that Robert Woods went for 30 against me and nine against he goes 8.8. He goes 6.2, 8.8, 29.4, 9.8. Of course, it's 29. Really? So there's, there's, there's no in between. It's either he's dropping dick or he might as well just stay on the sidelines. Yeah, no. So, yeah, that's uh, the week five scoreboard. I'll, I'll go the power rankings now. I will uh, first read off the the original power rankings and then we'll I'll, I'll let you know how they they go against the numbers, the math, all that stuff. So number one, where's the shit at? Uh, I got it. I got it on here. I'm just gonna read it off. This is the the pre-release for the power rankings. Um, number one is Andy, same as usual. Number two is Saul. Number three is our defending champion, CZ. Yeah. Number four is Sammy. Number five is myself. Number six is Brandon. Number seven is Mr. P. Number eight is Peyton. Number nine is Zach Johnson. Number 11 is Aaron. Or number 10 is Aaron. Number 11 is Jay. Number 12 is Mike D. Jay moves out of the basement in the power rankings. I think for the first time this year, I think he's pretty happy about it. Even though some say he still might be the worst team in the league. Yeah, Um, I mean, I heard a comparison over there. 
Um, they compared it to another fantasy league for baseball. It was a team that won like two and twenty or something like that throughout the season. That's yep. a pretty accurate comparison, but the difference is that GM Bean Shirek Beans is making some moves here. So I like yeah. I like the effort. It might be a little bit too late. Should have listened to the league when they were trying to give him advice. But it looked like it went through one year, not through the other. So we'll, we'll, well, we'll if see, you look bro. At it, though, he's only out of the, the North Division. He's only two games out. There's a lot of work. To, I mean, everybody's really still kind of remotely in it. He's, he made the quote that don't let him win this week. Oh, wins, yeah. We're in trouble. <laughs> he wins this week, jumps up to two and four. He's going to – he'll be in business, I think. He just needs a couple things to go the right way. Um, I mean, you look at the the numbers, the power rankings, how they work. I mean, they're pretty similar. The only I'm I'm gonna look at it. I, only reason, the only number or the person that the numbers don't like is Saul. And I think I said it. That's more just because they don't like. Uh, it doesn't like the Bears as his number one option. It like so he's got an elite player and it likes elite players, but I think it just doesn't like the fact that. Like his main elite player is a a defense, and that uh, just Todd Gurley is his RB one. So I think it says he's the only person with a worse RB one in the league is me, obviously. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't mind his team though. I mean, Cooper. Oh, 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 you're you're in the market for an RB one. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, add that to the list. Yeah, I am. I've, I have been in. The, I have been for the whole league. Uh, his Dallas Cowboys kicker, pretty elite, obviously. But um, back to business. I mean, I I do think that the numbers are a little harsh on Sewell because I do think he's got probably one of the better teams in the league. But, I mean, it, at the same time, it's I think it's got probably the bottom three teams in the right place uh, between Jay, Aaron, <laughs> and uh, Zach Johnson's down there as well after that Dalvin Cook trade. But. All right, we'll, we'll uh, take a look forward now into the week six matchups. There's a lot hinging on these for a lot, everybody since the division races are so close. Um, first one on my screen, I got myself and Jay. Jay catches a break just right off the rip with Evan Ingram's not going to play. Yeah. And I wasn't able to get my, my – I had to waste my waiver wire pickup. Defense, even though I've got my defense I wanted. Yeah. Um. Hey, I don't know if you know, but you're slowly becoming the Aaron of waiver wire pickups. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, because I use. You're right. That was six. But hey, look, you're leading the division, so whatever you're doing over there, it's working. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um. I. I will just always use my waiver wires now at this point because there's no reason not to. This is considering true. it shuffles. This is true. So I mean, if you had there, because there's like if you were, if you were like saving up and things like that, I would be a little more judicious with using like my number one or like wherever position I'm at because I want to move up the rank. But mm-hmm. if it's just going to reshuffle at the end of the week, like last week I was like fourth, now I'm eleventh because I'm I'm first in my division. So obviously, I just had to use it because it's just going to reshuffle either way. So, um, like I said, first matchup, me and Jay. 
Oh, we got a lot of primetime matchups. So this one really is, is probably actually not going to be decided until Monday night. Um, I'm going to take myself here. Um, Jay's going to have to rely on Jameis Winston, which boomer bust. Yeah. <laughs> you see that picture of like Jameis Winston when I started versus Jameis Winston when I benched him. Oh, it's like the SpongeBob shit. picture. <laughs> That's kind of, I feel like, what it's been for Jay. Um, so I'm gonna pick myself over Jay here, as long as Aaron Jones. I mean, I wouldn't mind it if Aaron Jones went for a forty piece, but hopefully, he just doesn't do it against me. I, I, honestly, like I think your biggest question mark here that's gonna really put you over the edge or over the top is Devontae Adams. Oh, the yeah. good thing is that they have a Monday night game, and he didn't play last week, so hopefully that broken toe is healed up or whatever it was. Um, but, yeah, as long as Devontae Adams is healthy, I think you should be okay. It looks like Chris Carson just needed a change of GM. All of a sudden, he knows how to play football now. Jamie Williams is back. All reliable Fitzgerald. The Eagles are playing Minnesota, so I don't know about that one. But other than that, I mean, D.D. Westbrook, come on. Delaney Walker, he's older than my dad. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins hasn't had really that kind of a year. Alshon Jeffrey, and Carson Wentz like to spread the ball. Aaron Jones probably won't do the 50-piece again. And like you said, Jameis Winston, Carolina might eat his fucking ass. Well, and that's the thing. I'm still looking for a a better a better waiver wire defense. I was I was angling. I think it was for the gosh, what team was? Oh, the Ravens. My my draft pick defense. But. <laughs> Just didn't get him. Peyton, I think Peyton needs him a little more than I do because he had the Atlanta defense. But um, I'm going to still pick myself over Jay here. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Hell yeah. Next matchup, Sammy and Zach Johnson. I think this one's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> Zach Johnson really only has one good player on his team. Uh, Kenny Galladay is not bad. Mark Andrews is kind of hurt. I, yeah. I, just, I just think Sammy's team's oh. – I mean, I don't know now. I guess I still, I'm still, I'm gonna pick Sammy, but it's Sammy's team did take a hit after that, the DeAndre Hopkins trade. More just basically for the fact that Odell's not very good now. Yeah, and they're playing Seattle, right? It doesn't get any better. Like I said, I think I said this earlier in one of the interviews. Like um, the Browns' schedule coming up, it's not appealing, and if Baker can't get decent amount of points against. Mid tier teams. What do you think is gonna put up against fucking top defenses? Exactly, and so that's that's definitely. I saw that they play Seattle, Denver, New England. I think it's like six top five defense, six top five, six top ten defenses in the next like eight weeks. So it's not even gonna get any better for them whatsoever. Um. I'm still going to pick Sammy here, just mainly for the fact I don't think his team's just better. It's just, just more or less what's going to come down to. Yep. Philly's got a good run D, which you saw. I mean, obviously, Minnesota just wants to run the ball, but the last time that they played a, a good run D, he didn't have that same ceiling. He scored 20 points still, but it's just not the same. Um, Andy and Stretch. <laughs> We take a peep at the projections here. Um, why does? Oh, I see what's going on. Aaron is in a place where he doesn't have any running back twos to offer, so he's starting both Arizona running backs. Huh? How about that? 
change up the game a little bit, I guess. Couldn't be my team, but hey. Yeah, um, that's an interesting position for one of the there. I I bet you one hundred percent he makes a deal, and the one of the wheeling dealing GMs of the league will have to. He'll definitely make a a, a deal for a running back too, because there's just no way he starts both of them. I would, I would think. Hey, but, don't give him advice. Remember what we said: if someone wants to screw the team over, let them screw the team over. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm all for a shark. I'm actually a big fan. I was doing a different draft in one of my buddy's house, and my friend drafted DJ Chark, and someone literally yelled out, "Who the fuck is that?" I mean, he's putting up decent points. Is it going to be consistent? I don't know. He is against up. The, he's up against the Saints this week. Um, so we'll, we'll see. You mean I? I mean I just know that couldn't be my league. Um, my league, we like this is a league full of distinguished GMs that everybody, only the best play in this league if you make the cut. So there, I just know that that wouldn't happen in this league. Um, I pick Andy over Stretch here. I don't think this one's gonna be close. I don't know if Stretch is gonna break a hundred. Um, yeah, his projection is one hundred four, so probably not. <laughs> Uh, and I, I I think Andy has the potential to go off, carry on Johnson against Green Bay, uh, Le'Veon Bell against Dallas after Aaron Jones just put up a 50 spot on him. I think this one might, could get out of hand. Tyree Kill, I don't think he's coming back, but if he does against Houston. Even, even then, I mean, Andy probably doesn't necessarily even have to fucking put a wide receiver, and he probably might have enough. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, I'm gonna go with an upset pick this week on our next matchup between Mike D and Saul. I'm picking Mike D here. Let's see where we're at. Ah, dude, I don't know. Like, I'm still kind of up in the air about Melvin Gordon. Ah, Landry, how reliable is he? Didn't he just have one? Well, has he been doing good? I know he had a good game. Oh, uh, he did okay. He, he put up 11. Lindsay's there. Um, Cooper, I mean, I think, well, let's see what Ingram's at, because I think Matt Berry had said, and company had said to trade Ingram. Oh, no, I mean, he's number nine RB, 17.8 points. Yeah, I'm going to go with Mike D as well. Yeah, I think the, the thing he's got to have happen, so he's, oh, he's got Mike Williams back in the lineup. He doesn't have a defense, though, so that is going to, that is going to be a little bit of a dictator as to why his projection is so low. But his defense is usually projected quite a bit of points as well. Um, I think I'm just going to go with Mike D here. I mean, Matt Ryan sucks, but he's, at least he's a good fantasy quarterback, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, the, the Falcons aren't going to make the playoffs, but Matt Ryan might end up being a top five quarterback, I would say. He usually yeah. is. Yeah, Fournette, Gordon. I, I would think Gordon starts playing more at some point. But at the same time, they're still going to ride Eckler. I'm, I'm still picking. I'm going to pick Mike D here for my upset pick this week. Um, You against Brandon. The numbers say that you have the, the best matchups slash team for this week. What do you have to say about that? Let's 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 see where we're at. Oh, Lamar Jackson against Cincy. Cincy hasn't won a game, right? Uh, no, they're on five. Okay, yeah. So Lamar Jackson had a rough, rough week last week. week. I mean, I think he threw three interceptions. I think one or two of those were like 
bounce passes off the receiver. Not too worried about that. He'll bounce back. He drops sick almost every game. Christian McCaffrey questionable. Um, oh, fuck. He played at the crack of dawn on Sunday. Uh, I think he'll be fine. Even if he is a little hurt, I think he'll still get a decent amount of points. Um, yeah. Devontae Freeman is starting to show a little bit of what he, the potential that he does have back in whenever he was playing. I can't remember the last time he played. Was it 2017? Um, Adam Thielen against Philadelphia. Um, white receivers are just last in the league, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, white receivers are a dime a dozen, but they, when they perform, they perform pretty well. Yeah. Tyler Boyd against Baltimore. I think, what's his fate? Uh, Tate, that Tate receiver from Cincy. Oh, he's getting a lot of attention now. So hopefully that balances out where Boyd can continue to perform uh, uh-huh. exceptionally well. Jared Cook, I wanted to trade him. I wanted to drop him. Aaron didn't want him. Finally did a decent week. Fucking Teddy Bridgewater is going to take the Saints to the promised land. Forget about Drew Brees. Um, Derek Henry against Denver. Vic Fangio, I think, barely won his first game. Denver's not gonna. Did they win? Yeah, I think they won. Denver's not gonna. I, I think Derek Henry will pull up a decent amount of points. The fucking Rams. This is shit pisses me off because I don't even think they're a top ten defense. They just keep giving up a shit ton of points. It's true. Um, against San Francisco, who is also undefeated, we'll see if they can finally come down Jimmy G. And then Harrison Bucker, the guy that scores more points than some receivers and running backs. That's a big um, asset for me because if Patrick Mahomes doesn't, you know, score or throw five touchdowns, Harrison Bucker will hit five fifty-yard bombs. You're proving now, you proved me right though with the um, why you shouldn't ever draft defenses higher than the last round, considering you drafted that the Rams defense in the eleventh round, and they're the nineteenth scoring defense. I thought, I thought they were good, bro. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're good. It doesn't matter. Wait, let's we'll become a little uneasy. There's a questionable, there's a little cute extra Patrick Mahomes, but I don't think he's going to play, right? And we know who Patrick yeah. Mahomes is, and he's capable of damn near anything. So I'm a little worried about that. Ezekiel Elliott against the Giants, eh, he'll have a good game. Tevin Coleman against the Rams, I think he'll run into some trouble there. Ken Allen's been pretty good. Metcalf, uh, I think Lockett's more of a premier target for Wilson. Not too worried there. OJ Howard, he's caught more balls in the fucking Tampa Bay games than he has. That shit was so funny. Yeah, I so OJ Howard through five games. OJ Howard through five games has uh, eleven catches, <laughs> one a little more than one catch a game. Carlos Hyde is splitting time with Duke Johnson. Steelers against the Chargers, good old Phillip Rivers, and then Justin Tucker, who doesn't miss field goals. Um, I'm going to go with myself on this one, bro. Yep, I'm going to go with yourself on this one as well. I don't think this one will be really that close. And then the last matchup, Mr. P and Peyton. I'm going to go with Peyton here. Um, I don't know. Mr. P's team is kind of interesting to me, where – it's not a bad team, but he just gets some bad performances sometimes out of some, some key guys. And that zero out of Mike Evans is a – like I remember Mike Evans when he was having that down week or that down couple weeks, I put in a couple trade offers for him. He goes for like eight points, ten points. And then he went off for that week where he scored 45, and I just deleted the trade offers. Like I was like, oh, okay. We're not doing this no more. But – Peyton could be four and one right now if he didn't play Atlanta defense. 
and he would have played wouldn't have kept James White in his lineup when he played Sewell. So I still think he's got one of the better teams in the league. I think he was somebody who was almost on the, on the line for uh, GM of the year last year in his very short stint in the league. And now he's almost not. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with competitive bones on this one, but you're 100% right. Mr. P's team isn't bad at all. I mean, once and if A.J. Green gets back, you can just throw Chris Thompson out of the flex, slide him right in there, and his, he's one of the premier teams, but that's a bunch of ifs, right? And as we know in this league with such a short schedule, we can't wait for ifs and or buts. Yep, 100%. Well, that's uh, the week the week six predictions. We've run over the news notes, everything like that. The one thing we'll do, figure we can just do a little bit of a love-hate um, we'll, I'll probably do about two or three players, however many you got as well. First one I'm going to do is going to be my man on my team, Damian Williams. I guess I'll stat that uh, Houston is averaging nine running back receptions against them per game, which is just absurd. And now that Damian Williams is the uh, the pass-catching back, Really, for Kansas City in a game that could be a potential shootout, that's going to be somebody who I think he could really could be like back, and I think that could be a, a real hopefully put up a real board. So that's the first one I got on my team. Who do you got? Um, I'm gonna go with a guy on my team as well. He goes by the nickname of Run CMC. I mentioned earlier he's averaging 30 points a game. They're playing the Bucks. I mean, who the hell is on the Bucks defensively? I expect, I had mentioned earlier, another at least 25-point game. And, and that's still a comfortable, um, you know, outcome because you look at the team that uh, I'm going against, I'm 25 points. Maybe Patrick Mahomes, maybe Ezekiel Elliott. Patrick Mahomes is practicing today, so he's more than likely going to start. And then Tyreek Hill is practicing as well. That's just practice, so he's been out for some time. This has been a pretty serious injury, so I don't know if he's going to play. If he is going to play, very limited role. They don't want to rush him back. Also, your boy Evan Ingram is out. Just yep, heads up. he's out. Sterling Shepard's out. Saquon Barkley is out. And Wayne Gallman is out. Uh, nobody left for the Giants. I think has a really good chance to... Uh, Go off, potentially, you know, beat their, beat their projection. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Carryon Johnson on Andy's team against the Packers. They struggle against the run. Um, they actually performed pretty well against the run last week, but I think that's just because they were beating the Cowboys so bad that the Cowboys really couldn't run anyway. So I think he's got a chance to potentially have a good game because I do think that game would be pretty close. I think it's in, it's in Detroit. And it's a division game, so that's going to be one to monitor. And then I'll just do my – I have one hate, and it's going to be actually out of that same game. It's going to be for – I just have Kenny Galladay, and I think the the main difference here is just the Packers are, are no – I guess not notoriously, but throughout the year have been a pretty good pass defense. And I think they're going to be ready to come out and prove themselves after Amari Cooper just torched them for big plays all over the place. So that's that's my thing. I just think he's not going to have as much success as Elmar Cooper had last week. I think that'll be a little bit different on Monday. So 
Yeah, my hate for this one that I mentioned earlier is going to be ODB again. They're going against Seattle. Baker Mayfield doesn't know what the hell he's doing. I seen, um, I think it was on Twitter, you know that shit on Scooby-Doo when they take off the mask of somebody else and they're all spooked? So they did that for Baker and it ended up being, uh, what's his face, Shiny Menzel, which I think is a similar comparison. Or They also said that Baker Mayfield is like Tim Tebow without Jesus. I mean, he's in trouble. ODB is in trouble. I think Sandy was the one that got him right. He's in trouble. The Browns are all bad. And I think that a lot of people were picking them and the Bears to be Super Bowl contenders. And what we see, at least for the Bears as well, how quickly it's fading. Yeah, the Bears, um, I don't know what to say about them. Uh, obviously, they're just still lacking quarterback play. But Yeah, even with the healthy Trubisky, it's like it's not really any better than Chase Daniels. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But that's about all we have today. CZ, do you have any um, parting remarks for your first show as co-host? Uh, thank you guys for the opportunity. I do want to say one thing here real quick. I promise I won't be too long. I'm just trying to find something here. Um, well, what, if I can pull it up, I'll talk about it. But anyway, long story short, um, ZT, you're leaving the division here, but I think you only have... Here it is. You only have 31, 30 points more scored than Shirek Beans. So that goes to show you. Not so much saying, you know, that you're not a good GM, that you don't know what you're doing. But, hey, a low, you have 551, and I have 697, and we have the same record. I'm in, what is it, second or third place, and you're leading your division. Well, so that's just a little testament to that division specifically. What I'm trying to say is, you know, don't give up, Jay. You well, know, no, that and is, that this is the perfect time. I think it. Um, I talked to. Uh, I talked to Jay about that, and I, I think that's. It's not more or less to show. It's how, how luck can change things. Jay, if we were to have flip flopped, people wouldn't have been giving him the same amount. He wouldn't have been receiving the same amount of, uh, of talk. If oh, hell no. if he wouldn't, because I mean, look at his points against. It's like seven hundred. <laughs> He's facing. That's rough. Yeah. He's facing yeah, the best team in the league the, every yeah. week, and so that's how I was like, well, I mean, he hasn't. It's not like he's. It's not lighting the world on fire, off. But he's just had bad luck. Where I mean, I went, I went two and one, and I didn't break a hundred in the first three weeks. So it's that type <laughs> of thing. You just got to get lucky, win him when you can get him. But. Oh, and then last thing, I stand corrected. Aaron does have more moves than you. Sorry. Well, I, I expect nothing less. I'm sure he'll make a couple more before we send. Well, CZ. ZT, it was fun. Fuck the critics, what they have to say. Believe that. Um, it's going to be an interesting week. And then, uh, yeah, until next week. Absolutely. See you, brother. Oh,